Blessings family. Thanks for stopping by and welcome to season two, episode eight of It's All We Can Eat, finding strength and strategies from feasting on the fruit of the spirit. My hope is that at the culmination of each episode, you'll conclude that what was stated was encouraging, transformative, inspiring, and at least informative. How are you today? My prayer is that when you leave or during the podcast, as you do leave our podcast today, you will do so refreshed, refueled, reignited, and ready to take on the rest of your week as you pursue purpose and destiny. This episode is titled, Let's Talk About Love, Part 7. Yes, we're still in this series. <laughs> this week, I'll attempt to finish looking at love as God commanded, and more specifically, how our Heavenly Father wants and in fact has commanded us to wear love as a coat, a garment, or a covering. And this covering or coat is the final piece or finishing touch on our fashion statement. Also, by enfolding ourselves in this outer garment, we actually demonstrate to God and display to others our dependence on and our devotion to Him. In other words, we show Him what we're working with. And the core scripture reference, as it has been in the past few episodes, is Colossians 3.14, which from the Amplified Classic reads, And above all these things, put on love and enfold yourselves with the bond of perfectness, which binds everything together completely in ideal harmony. Now, before I get started, I'd like to remind those of you who are returning to the podcast and reveal to those who are listening for the first time that here on my podcast, as well as in my ebook series, my hope and prayer is that with the help of the Holy Spirit, I'll be able to assist you in discovering and dining on the various expressions of God's love, better known as the fruit of the Spirit. I'm confident that in addition to the podcast, as you pray, have personal Bible study, meditate on the various Bible verses, and continue the conversation with the Holy Spirit, you'll come away with a better understanding of how to find refreshment and how to get refueled by the fruit of the Spirit. What I've discovered since launching the podcast is that the Holy Spirit is still teaching me principles or giving me slices about the fruit of the Spirit, even though I've already written about it. But see, that's just how rich, alive, relevant, and active God's Word is. And since He's still teaching me and I'm still learning from Him, I might as well share with you, even if what He's teaching and revealing to me comes in real time as a direct download while I'm recording. (laughs) That's right. So grab your notebooks or journals, a pen in your Bible or electronic device for looking up the scriptures, And let's discover together some nutritious nuggets or sweet slices from God's word. Also, please feel free to email me any questions or prayer requests at warringglobalpublishing at yahoo.com or leave me a voice message here on the podcast. And also, please, please, please (laughs) share the podcast. Would you do that for me, please? Because someone you know could use the encouragement, even if they haven't told you so. Now stay tuned and meet me in the next segment where I'll review last week's slices. Welcome back, family. 
so glad that you stayed. So here we are, and here are last week's slices from the previous episode. Number one, we must put on as a priority God's love. It's the source from which all other virtues or variations of love must flow. And when we put on this love, we're actually putting on the girdle of maturity or perfection. Number two, this expression of love that we're commanded and expected to enfold ourselves in is the love of God that the love that God prefers. It's the unconditional love of God that's devoted to or seeks the highest good of others. It's not feelings focused nor based on attitude or emotion. This expression of love includes a commitment to the welfare or well-being of others. Number three, as stated, this type of love, the word that is used means God's will, means goodwill. However, I'd like to think of it as God's will. It's the love from which all other forms of love are birthed or flow out of. Therefore, above all that we seek and chase after, this is the love that we should all aim at attaining. Or as the Apostle Paul pointed out, so above all else, let love be the beautiful prize for which you run. And as an extra slice, along with God's expectation that we enfold ourselves in his love, and that word enfold means to bundle surround, tighten, or wrap ourselves with his covering as if it were a blanket or a cloak. His expectation is that we enfold ourselves for the duration of the process or his designated time of perfectness. And this doesn't mean until we become bored or get tired. It means until completeness, perfection, or maturity, or another term that's used is to the end. In other words, until we become bearers to completion or maturity, until we are ripe fruit, or until we bring our fruit to perfection, we must remain bundled in the blanket of God's love. It's all we can eat, family. Let's enfold ourselves in love. And also, I'll meet you in the next segment for today's main message. Welcome back, family. Thanks for rocking with me. I really do appreciate your time and attention. Uh, today's episode, actually, it should be titled, uh, Show Him What You're Working With. But then again, since um, this love that God desires us to have is not just the love that we have for Him and that He has for us, but also the love that we're to demonstrate to others, I guess it could also easily be titled, Show Him <laughs> what you're working with or show them what we're working with. Either way, <laughs> let's get into it. Um, now, in order to adequately explain part of the process that's necessary in order for us to arrive at or reach maturity, in order for us to produce ripe fruit, I had to do a little more research. So I had to view um, that Bible verse Colossians 3.14 from the Amplified Version and it because what I read earlier was the Amplified Classic. So the Amplified reads 
beyond all these things, put on and wrap yourselves in unselfish love, which is the perfect bond of unity. For everything is bound together in agreement when each one seeks the best for others. I also read the Passion Translation of the same Bible verse, Colossians 3.14, which reads, For love is supreme and must flow through each of these virtues. Love becomes the mark of true maturity. Now, these virtues that he's referencing are the ones listed in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And some of, they're actually some of the same expressions of love or fruit of the Spirit found in Galatians 5, 22 through 23, some of which are joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, meekness, etc. In my Bible study notes, a commentator um, stated that as we clothe ourselves with these virtues, the last garment we are to put on is love which holds all of the others in place. As a side note, as I was reading this um, in preparation for today's episode broadcast, I was reminded of the belt of truth, which is part of the full armor of God that's described in Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 18. And I was also reminded of how years ago when I was studying and preparing for a sermon on that subject about the full armor of God, I had discovered, what I discovered was that the belt, um, which was the first piece of equipment that the Roman soldiers of that day would put on, they put that on first because it held in place all of the other pieces of armor and equipment that the, um, and weaponry that the soldier um, had to carry. It was actually the primary piece of his armor was the belt, was the belt <laughs> or girdle in some cases. Okay, in the side note, <laughs> back to the commentary. Um, what the commentator has stated was, as we clothe ourselves with these virtues, the last garment that we are to put on is love, which holds all of the others in place. Now, to practice any list of virtues without practicing love will lead to distortion, fragmentation, and stagnation. I'm going to read that again. As we clothe ourselves with these virtues, the last garment we are to put on is love, which holds all of the others in place. To practice any list of virtues without practicing love will lead to distortion, fragmentation, and stagnation. Now, this commentator, um, they reference 1 Corinthians 13, 3, which reads, And if I were to be so generous as to give away everything I owned to feed the poor and to offer my body to be burned as a martyr, without the pure motive of love, I would gain nothing of value. That's the Passion Translation. The Amplified Classic reads, But have not love, God's love in me, I gain nothing. Now, 
In some texts, the Aramaic word used for burn is the homonym that can mean either to burn or to boast. Because of this, some Bible translations use the phrase, I offer my body in order to boast or glory in. I believe with Paul, when Paul wrote this, he used that because he realized and wanted to relate to the readers of 1 Corinthians as well as to us that love is not boastful or vainglorious. Love does not display itself haughtily as is stated in 1 Corinthians 13, 4. You see, anything we do that is not motivated by love and to glorify God will be viewed by him as valueless. You see, when we use our gifts or platforms to point to or glorify ourselves or as a stage to perform on for others to see us, God sees that as useless and pointless. And when the Apostle Paul wrote to the church at Corinth and to us, he explained that even if he could expound on matters with eloquence, speak with the language of angels, and articulate what the amazing mysteries of God are. That's the warring paraphrase, by the way. <laughs> but he goes on to say, but have not love that reasoning, intentional, spiritual devotion, such as inspired by God's love for and in us? I am only a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. I am nothing, a useless nobody, and that's 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 2, Amplified Classic, abbreviated version. The Amplified version of the end of that reads, Then I have become only a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal, just an annoying distraction. Now, what's interesting about what I learned when I was studying this uh, scripture a while back for another um, volume is that the symbol that he references is that that type of symbol is actually two. It's supposed to be two of them that's supposed to be struck together to make music. Otherwise, it's just a loud noise. So in the same way, our gifts and our actions must work in concert with or be motivated by love in order to make music that is pleasing to God's ears. Now, the same scripture, 1 Corinthians um, 1 through 2, in the message, in part, it reads, If I speak with human eloquence and angelic ecstasy, but don't love, I'm nothing but the creaking of a rusty gate. Verse 2, If I speak God's word with power, revealing all his mysteries and making everything plain as day, and if I have faith that says to a mountain, jump, and it jumps, but I don't love, I'm nothing. He goes on to say, if I give everything I own to the poor and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, I've gotten nowhere. So no matter what I say, what I believe, and what I do, I am bankrupt without love. <laughs> and as I was reading that, the first thing that jumped out or that I heard was that no matter how benevolent we believe we are without love, we are bankrupt. 
again, as I stated in the last episode, this love that I'm talking about and this love that they're referring to in these Bible verses is agape love, which is the God quality or the highest form of love or the love that God prefers. And the Aramaic word for love that's used in these verses specifically, um, in Aramaic, the word is huba. And it is described as the type of love that is dear to someone's heart. It is love that is expressed in words and actions. And also devoted loyalty to God, to other people, and to the higher things in life. And again, that's the meaning of the Aramaic word huba, which is a word for love. Also, according to the Passion Translation Commentary, huba means to set on fire. The concept is that it is a burning or a fiery love that originates in the inner depth of the heart as an eternal energy, an active power of bonding hearts and lives in secure relationships. So I suppose this is the sentiment that the sons of Korah had when they sang, my heart is on fire, boiling over with passion, bubbling up within me are these beautiful lyrics as a sacred story. That is Psalm 45.1, the Passion Translation. Another verse, the um, English Standard Version says, my heart overflows with a pleasing theme. I address my verses to the king. My tongue is like the pen of a ready scribe. And then there's the expanded version, which reads, beautiful words fill my mind. My heart is stirred with a good word. I am speaking of royal things or address my work to the king. My tongue is like the pen of a skilled writer. I thought that was interesting. Also, what I found interesting is that this type of love, this should not be an unusual occurrence. We should always express this level of love, not only for God, but for others as well. And not only in words, but also in or by works. You see, love is demonstrated. We're commanded in 1 Peter 4, 8. Above all, have fervent and unfailing love for one another. Because love covers a multitude of sins. It overlooks unkindness and unselfishly seeks the best for others. That's the Amplified. The Passion Translation reads, Above all, constantly echoes God's intense love for one another. This reminds me of, uh, and it probably reminds you too, reminds me of when I first got saved years and years ago. And I would hear other people who had just got saved or had been saved for a while when they would say they're on fire for Jesus. (laughs) You remember that? You ever run into people who would say that or were you one of those people (laughs) who said that? Uh, But more importantly, uh, I guess I'm asking myself even now as I record this, Am I on fire for Christ that way? Hmm. Well, it's all we can eat, family. So let's show them what we're working with. 
And let's also meet next segment for today's slices. Welcome back, family. As I segue into the slices segment, I just want to share that I really appreciate you investing time from your day and essentially from your life by listening to this podcast. So I'll respect your investment of time by not reviewing all or even most of this episode or last week's episode. Instead, I'll just remind you of the three key principles or slices that I received. And I pray that you will get a greater revelation and another level of nutritional value from the ones that you come up with on your own, from your personal study. So here are three principles or slices produced from my personal study and conversation with the comforter. But before I share those slices, I was just thinking, you know, it would really be nice to have you share what slices you came up with. You know, it would be interesting to read what you took away from this episode. So please feel free to email me yours or leave a brief recording on the podcast in my um, voicemail section. That being said, here are my slices. Number one, by enfolding ourselves in his outer garment of love, we demonstrate to God and display to others our dependence on and devotion to him. In other words, we show him what we're working with. Number two, to practice any individual or list of virtues without practicing love will lead to distortion, fragmentation, and stagnation. In other words, we won't get anywhere. Number three, anything we do that is not motivated by love and meant to glorify God will be viewed by him as valueless. In other words, when we use our gifts and platforms to point to or glorify ourselves or use our stage to perform for others to see us, God sees it as useless and pointless. And the extra slice. Love is not only expressed in word. Love is also expressed in or exhibited by works. In other words, love is not just stated. Love is demonstrated. It's all we can eat, family. Let's have unfailing love for one another. Thanks again for listening today, family. I really appreciate your time and your attention. Please join me next week for episode nine, where I'll continue the conversation about love by asking the question, what's love got to do with it? And exploring some answers to that question. I'm already excited about what I'm going to hear and learn from the Holy Spirit as he teaches me between the end of this recording (laughs) and next week's uh, episode broadcast or publishing. I'm looking forward to sharing with you what I've learned while studying. So again, please feel free to email me any questions or prayer requests at warringglobalpublishing at yahoo.com or leave a voice message here on the podcast. And for more information on my books, please visit warringglobalpublishing.com or reach out to me via social media. And also, again, please, please share the podcast. Because again, someone you know could use the encouragement even if they haven't told you so. Have a wonderful week. 
and a very, very blessed Thanksgiving holiday. May God richly bless you.